This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Good evening. Good evening. Tonight, we're going to talk about adoption agency fights to continue finding black children. A 1999 study at the Institute of Black Parenting, a Los Angeles adoption agency, showed that as many as 40% of the African-American couples expressed a preference for a light-skinned or mixed-race child, regardless of their own complexion. Children who are white are slightly more likely to be adopted out of foster care. Of the more than 400,000 children in foster care awaiting adoption in 2017, about 44% were white, while the majority were children of color. However, of those who were adopted with public agency involvement, 49% were white. According to the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights 2004 data, shows that children with lighter skin were adopted more quickly out of foster care, while white children waited 23.5 months on average. Black children waited 39.4. Children with darker skin tend to wait longer to be adopted. According to a review of children in foster care in the U.S. in 2004, African-American children spend a mean of 39.4 months in foster care, far more than children of other races. And we're talking about tonight adoption agency fights to continue finding black children. So what do you think about black children? Do they not get adopted first? Is that what happens? Anyone? Miss Lucy, what do you think? I can um, can you hear me? Yes. Can you can you hear me? Yes. You can't hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. I was thinking okay. of uh, when when I used to when I was in uh foster care and all of that, I I noticed that um how can I say it? Um uh, 
how can I say this? To me, I, it, that didn't bother me, you know, because you know I got I got what I what I adopted, but um, it seemed like oh, um, right. okay. Let's take let us, let's take the picture of Antoine Fisher that I thought that Denzel Washington put it together very well. He pointed out that the lighter skinned children uh, uh, were adopted more, and he ended up like he right. did in foster care, being treated this. They didn't watch him that closely, and then not only that, he after he got a certain age. Um, the, when the mother, that woman put them out, he went into a, 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 just a, a gangland setting, you know, a, a home for foster boys where he learned uh, other skills, un, uh, under, uh, you know, skills that wouldn't have been nice. And he had to go on his own, you know. But when he was looking for did his parents. Did he leave her son? Well, he, did he leave his home? Well, they got, he got into an argument with, his, with the foster mother after she'd been beating him and they treating him so bad. But anyway, uh, that's how he got into, um, he, you know, after that. And after, when he became of age, the uh, the worker gave him a certain amount of money and said, you're on your own. And he said he lived in the park. And then he went and then, because of what happened to his friend, he went into the Navy. Well, he had all this baggage on him, you know. And he talks about that. But uh, he, they point, when he went back to study the records, to find his records, he they had the pictures of all the, uh, there was all the uh, bright-skinned children, white, and the bright-skinned uh, people, and he said they're the ones that will be adopted sooner. And that's what the problem is. They, I thought that was really displayed in that story of what was happening. The well, Donna yeah. Stallion yeah, uh, was okay. not um, – recently um, uh, um, my son, my oldest son, he was with a friend, and this boy had been adopted by someone out in uh, southwest Detroit, and he hated it. It was a white woman. Just put, he, she had her white child, but she had four, three or four boys, black boys, that she had adopted. And he said he hated it there. And he had been in that woman's house since he was two years old. He said because she wasn't fair and all this, he hated it. But he didn't make it through school, and then he just left it. He said, I hated it because of the way she treated us. Now, I know she got the top dollar for taking those boys out the system, but that's the way she lived, okay? Now, he had been with that woman for two years, or since he was two years old, and, and things like that. I said, well, did you get your parent, the history of your mother? You know, he said, no, he didn't get it. Uh, but he was really angry and bitter about the way he was treated in this woman's home, and he had been there since he was two years old. And when I met him, he was about 19 So what, how old was he when he left? I think he just had finished high school. He did finish high school, but he got up and left. But he did stay. Yeah, he did finish high school and stuff. But he said he hated it all the time he was there because she stayed with her own son. She, they were there just for the money. Then I had a I friend who was... I wonder that. The money. They pay top dollar when you get those kids out the system. To adopt a child like that, a dark, especially a black boy, they pay top dollar, especially a certain when they're at a certain age. But and it, it keeps going up too, you know. And that's why she supported herself out there, you know, in Southwest Detroit. She brought in those children, but they have a lot of scars too when they when it's like that. Did she have more than one? I think she had about three or four boys. Yeah, she had about three or four boys, black boys, yeah, black boys, yeah. And it is difficult. That's, I look at yeah, one verse of scripture. Yeah, one verse of scripture that it keeps reminding me of, 
and I think you see it, I think you see it played out in our in our community. No man hates his own flesh. No man hates his own flesh. And this is what we have going through our community now. The lighter things, the lighter people, the lighter this, the closer you get to white is more acceptable. The further you get from that, it's not. It's not acceptable. There's, you know, that's one thing that you know that, that you know that people just turned off with. You can be that's educated, well spoken, a lot of things. Beg your pardon. Unfortunate it's, that those. It, this children. is what we've been saying. Yeah, you see it going on and on and on. You know. You see it being I mean, played out. You know, the children had to lose their homes. And then they go somewhere, and, you know, they're still not being treated, you know. Yeah. So that, that's unfortunate. And they have and to deal have with to, that. You have to stay there. And deal that's with awful. it. Or else they'll move you someplace, move you over here, move you there. If you're being a problem, then they will move you maybe to an orphan or something place where they will watch you even more closely. You know? uh, and then if you have a lot of mental problems and stuff, well, you know, they have, you know, medication they put you on and things of that nature. You have that. You have to deal with all that. No man hates his own life. And we see it played out in our community all the time. You can be a good educated black woman, educated, have manners, have this and that, but you're the last one on the totem pole. It seems like that. To be accepted, yeah. and then when they look at it, yeah, you know, look at it. Um, I know um, Dr. Omar Johnson. He was complaining. Why would you let uh, you know? Then finally, when you find someone that cares about you, that shows that they care, um, if it's a white person or someone else, you know, they're talking about black women or you know, dating outside their race. They've been more, more, more uh, uh, committed to the race of people, but after a while, they get tired too. If someone is good to them that's not of their race, uh, dating outside of your race, that's a big issue now for black women. And he was definitely against that. But, you know, you get tired too, you know, all this waiting, hoping someone will pick you. And when they do, you can have a relationship. Next thing you know, he's uh, uh, he's gone off with somebody else who's lighter skin than you. You see all this happening, you know. They don't necessarily have to be as educated as you, know, as you, you are and making a good living and all this other stuff. I know he talks about our Supreme Court justice, uh, uh, Supreme, um, uh, what's her name, Katani Brown, or how she um, married to this white man, we know, and had a family. They're talking about okay. that. No man hates his own race, and we have that. Our color, the race, the darkness of our race spells out that you should be, in fact, a slave. And they will not remove you from that, you know, no matter how educated, no matter what. I was listening to um, Good Man in America, and that woman who I thought was a good anchor, they've been, they're removing her from that program. What was her name? I was just looking at that for, uh, recently. She's been, and I thought she was a very good anchor woman. But she's being removed. So removed here. She left? No, I think that they, they're letting her go. I think that's what it is. And if anybody knows any more about it, please call and let us know. But, you know, they're removing a lot of people, you know. 
what made this man in this other program um, just get up and just commit suicide recently? We've been talking about it. What was the problem? What was going on in his head that made him just end it all? And he seemed to be a child. No, uh, the guy that just, they were talking about him on television, he was a television star. He just got up and killed himself. The one, you have the white one? No, the black guy. The black guy oh, recently. Okay. In the past couple of okay. months, he, you know, on some program. Yeah, he got up and killed himself. No man hates his own, his, own, his own flesh. You don't. It's hard. And anything that reminds you of yourself, you don't want to be bothered with it. If you can't live with yourself, comfortable with yourself, you're going to do everything to, to, to take your attention off of yourself. Yeah, we're going to have to start. We're just going to have to start and let our children know, you know, just killing themselves is not going to be. The suicide rate is very high, yeah. Yeah, but, you know. That's hard. That's hard. We have a very high suicide rate. And he was saying. I know uh, Bishop Jacobs pointed out that the suicide rate among men is very high. And when they start approaching 40 and they haven't attained what they should have and they look at their skin color, maybe they've done something, all this stuff, the suicide rate is very high. Very high. Wow. So they don't want to be with the children. For black people? Was that for black people? He was talking about in general, in general, but it contains a lot more black uh, black men. He was pointing that out. It's very hot. We have to learn our children. That that's How not going to help you. Another thing, when you look at what's happening even now, how they're trying to change the black history of black people. Uh yeah. How about that? He's doing this. He's 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 making you hate yourself more. You know how the how Asian communities are garbage for they trying to take us up out of everything. That's true. And we're the ones that had created everything. We, we, that's true. He's trying to say that our enslavement taught us skills. That's a lie. We came here knowing skills. Right. We knew how. They still can't figure out how the Egyptians did all that and more. They still, they still have a problem. That's just one community. The Sumerians, all of this. Look at what Nimrod they did. He built a tower that was going up there where God was. And God said, hey, we better do something because they're going to make huh. it up here. He, did. he even recognized well, that in the scripture that, that we hold here. He said, yeah, they're going to get up here. Let's confuse <laughs> their language, you know. He, they were building it. He knows how to put that stuff together and get right. up there where he is. Right. In case he sends another flood, we're going to keep going up and up, and we're going to sit there in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just, the, the scriptures doesn't uh, 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 acknowledge that. No man hates his but own But they don't want to give her uh, anything. They don't want to give anything. We they did. know that we did that, yeah. We built, we built the uh, United States of America through our enslavement. Got that right. I just learned that it was a black person that put together the cell phone. I sent it to my to my, my grandchildren. It was in the thing. He was he he helped her, he put that cell phone together. They don't give him credit. A lot of the things black that we've done, they don't give him credit. Phone to get, together. 
That's what I was looking at. It was in Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. I think I sent it to one to my grandboy, my my grandchildren, to read. He had something yeah, to do with make that. Sure, make sure the kids understand. Yeah. Yeah. So we and a lot of things we built because we had the enslavement. We built it because they had to help us get all that work done. All that work but done. They want to take space. it all away from them. Yeah. From all. Yeah. That is correct. That's horrible. The Santos is trying to change history and uh, take certain. Carol Anderson is very good at explaining uh, from. I think it's Emory College. Uh, the black history and the the the, the, uh, the things that happened to them, the slave breeding, all of this. Don't give us just let the man and the woman just breed and breed and breed, and you have a uh, you know a a slaves you know who have no background. And these are Christian people that did that, who knew that it was wrong, who wouldn't let that happen to them, who gave you the word wrong. And it was our fault that that happened because of the way. Um, I feel that um, the way that we got away from the word in the first place, of knowing God for ourselves, I feel that that's a big reason why. But even then, the, uh, the, uh, the ability that we have always had and the endurance that we have had down through the, you know, the ages, that has a lot. Um, you know, we have that thing that we can endure a lot of things. And we yeah, forgive everybody, we but we don't forgive each other. Each other. There <laughs> we you go. Everybody. There everybody you go. forgive. Right. We, we, we do not forgive like one another. Other. And it makes our children pick like up on each other. And we like the white folks more than we like our own. It is. And and, and, and we'll pattern ourselves after them. The twelve years during the reconstruction oh, yes. black people were moving it, moving the history. And you have to look at uh I was listening to um uh, the late Reverend Tom Skinner, who used to be a gang leader, and he was talking about evangelizing the world at an evangelical meeting. And he would, he'd go and he explained what the history was. That when they came, those 12 years that we were going through reconstruction, we were moving fast. They said, now you've got to get married and have just one wife and have your children and all that. They did it. They did it. We had people who were... Uh, just take the state of Louisiana. They had a black governor. I think it's Pinchback. His name was Pinchback or something like that. He goes through the history, lets you know that we were moving. We were in. We were gaining political power. We could put our votes together and vote for what we want and do this and do that and the land and stuff. And we were on several of the uh, state uh, Congress people and things of that nature. All of this, we were moving fast. And they said, now, wait a minute. You know, that was too much. But what they did was... And I, I know we, he points out that Rutherford B. Hayes was the one, in order to, to, to clear up that election mess, they got together and uh, they said, okay, you want to be president, we can be president, but we, we want you to do this, pull all the troops, northern troops, out of the south. And that's when they started letting them do anything, and they turned their backs on us. We had no place to reach out, no place to, you know, to, um, to, to take our case to. And that's when the streets ran red all over the South. Black yeah. blood. You're moving yeah. too fast, you know. And where they had lost. Yeah. They had but, lost the war. Yeah. yeah, but they don't yeah. like to lose. Yeah. They don't like that. Especially no. You move ahead? No. 
Yeah, and they're trying to do this again just to destroy our history altogether. You can't mention that. You can't talk about that. Take these books out. You can't read that. I have noticed that even in... They didn't do that. That's crazy. They want to just so throw you tell us me, away. Yeah. No, act like you don't exist. And the way they're pushing it now, um, I know um, um, one of the facts that uh, the Bishop Jakes had mentioned, he said in 2050, they're saying that the gross national product within the black community will be zero because they planned it that way the artificial intelligence and all of this thing, all of this stuff, it's going to push you out of the jobs, out of this, out of that, where you cannot make a living. So what can you do? I believe it. And he's talking about how you have to build within your own community. He's talking about but this disruptive thinking. And they burn we us can be, they, they did. That's true. We always have. Yeah. We had our own bank, our own hospital, our own school for our kids. Those a lot of those right. men that came back from World War One from overseas. They had their own, but someone, some a white person, told a lie to make it, yeah. and they end up bombing yeah. Oklahoma. They did bomb in that place, and have not yeah. rebuilt it up. You know, yeah. we talk about the uh, Rosewood. All of this, they made those people dig their own graves. This one woman I was reading about. She said they took my uh, uncle or her father, who just had one arm, made him dig his own grave, and then shot and killed him. All of these cruelties that we have suffered through. They gave us a little something left. um, Do you remember someone down there? I think it was on the uh, console downtown. But somebody asked, could we have an area just for blacks? You know, like everybody else? Yeah. And you Uh you know, you know, they said no. Because we're the consumers. Why can't everyone else have one but us? We're consumers. We can have it, but it's a certain way we have to do it. We are consumers. Every race of people can come in here, like the Asian community. Just just Chinese food, you know, we like that. You know, they do it right, you know. Just Chinese food. All this, we, we'll make them rich. And they'll take it out back that's out true. there. But they don't really put that's anything that's in our community. True. The the uh, Koreans, okay, the hair products and things like that. It's come to find out those hair products are killing us. But we, we do this and uh, to look nicer, we do this and get your nose pierced and, you know, all this other stuff. Hair, all these stuff, eyebrows, all this other stuff we do. Mm-hmm. So that we can look closer to white as we can and be acceptable. It's the black woman trying to rent for, uh, to woo her man back to her. No, but it, it doesn't work that way, you know. Come to find out that um, it just doesn't work. No person, no man hates his own flesh. And this is what we have. Our flesh reminds us, the dark it is, reminds us of the fact that we were bred as slaves, not the history before, because we did have slaves. We did that. In fact, they sold us into slavery. No man hated his own flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? She wrote the book, Their Eyes Are Watching God, uh, Zora. Mm-hmm. And she may, I, I've always thought about the comment, too. This woman is talking to her child in this broken-type English. 
And she was saying this. She said, listen, she said the white man tells the black man to pick up the load. She said, but he yeah. picked the load up, but he carried the load. He passed it to his woman to carry the load. She said, baby, you ain't got nobody to pass that load to. She said, mama want better for you than that. That's what she said, you know. I was looking at, uh, it's called, Mag- I like the Clint Eastwood movie, uh, Magnum Force. I like that. And uh, he's pointing out how the police were set up, you know, they started killing off people. Anyway, this uh, woman, woman, she comes out, she's been working a, a conference as a, as a, a, you know, as a prostitute, making all this money, and she's going home. And, you know, put, you know he, he got her, her, her pimp or whatever he was, broke into the cab car. He said, where you been? And she said, I got, I got, I got money. I'm going to come out, you know, and she's giving him money and stuff. And she done hid money under the breast and all the other stuff. What he does to me is the worst thing. What he does, he fights her, beats her up, takes all the money off her body. Then he turns around. He takes a can of Drano and pours it down her throat. This is what it is. No man hates his own flesh. But then the next day, you see, he's driving his big old beautiful fancy car and all this, and the police stop him and ask him for this and all that. He's going to show the police, give the police some money. He ain't earned it. But it's one of those policemen that's determined to, you know, uh, to kill off what they consider, you know, getting getting away with. And, they, and, the, and the cop blows him away. He's trying to show his little life and all his, but based on what someone else did. Hmm. So they both end up together. She's full of Drano and him full of bullets. No hmm. man hates no, This is no person hates his own flesh. Let me say that. Hmm. He's telling you that, you know, telling you that. That's this one, uh, yeah, but see, that's the come we have so many children in foster care, and then that the COVID didn't help, didn't really help us out either because you're afraid to bring anybody in that house, and then the rules governing children in foster care is so stringent that you're afraid that you know a lot of times the child can lie on you, and because they don't want to be there and they'll do an investigation on you, it can turn up negative, but they still have that mark on your record that you had to be investigated for something like that. That was the last thing that I learned about. So, you know, it makes it you, you you want to help, but then you don't. You can't help. When I worked at Detroit Rescue Mission Ministry, this one customer we had, his aunt was taking care of him and stuff, but somebody bothered him. And when he told her, she was scared to death. And then she didn't want to give up that money. So what she did was she pampered him and everything and watched him more closely. But that happened to him. A lot of our children are mm-hmm. being bothered in the home. This one went, well, uh, I was just reading. His father, when he was sick, his father would be comforting him. His father started bothering his own dad. No person hates his own flesh. We have a lot of things going on within our community. And oh, you'd be yeah. Afraid to yeah. A lot of the people I knew who were in foster care, they're coming out of it. They say, the kids have too many doctor's appointments. Every time I look, I was going to the doctor for them. The doctor, the doctor over here, over yonder, you know, all of this. They say they got tired because you have to keep them, you know. I know when Luke was a baby, he stayed sick. I come home from work, he breathing hard. I got to go down to children's and wait and wait to my turn. Then I have to get up and go to work in the morning. Always as a single parent, go to work in the morning, do this, do that, get them all ready. And they all were stair-stepped. They were small, uh, you know. And uh, but it's it's difficult. It really is difficult. 
It is very difficult. And I had to, you know, finally I was able to take them to a special clinic uh, in the evening. They would say, Miss Payne, what is it tonight? <laughs> somebody was there. Somebody was there. Somebody. But it is. It's difficult. You're dealing with children and people who have a lot of problems. But you had a good time, I mean, with the children that you have. Yeah, I finally got them raised, but my good, they still come back. <laughs> they, <laughs> they still come back, yeah. Of course they do. They're going to uh-huh. bring their babies, too. <laughs> you tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. It's not that you don't love them, you value them and all of this, but it's still a problem. And then if that person, if you have a daughter, she wants to get out there and, re- and live her own life because of, uh, you know, she wants to, get, uh, to be the teenager that she feels like she messed up on. Yeah, well. That she, she, you know, that she missed out on all of that. Yeah, that she missed out on. So she wants to get out there and have a good time with her friends. She don't be tied down to no baby. She don't be tied down to this. Having them. Well, the men do. That's true. Oh, yeah, that is true. No man hates his own flesh. No yeah, man hates his own flesh. We have that. When you look in the mirror, you're looking at how they're going to see you as a slave. No matter how high you get, they're going to look at you as a slave. Look what the problems that the President Obama, former President Obama had. You ain't heard him cussing him out and calling him a liar, he would try to have a conference and trying to pull this nation together, and then a lot of the generals did not want to serve under him, and he had to make sure that the United States was taken care of properly. Some people he had to reprimand. Some of them got up and started quitting. They didn't want to be bound. All of this. He went to the the, uh, service of himself. They kept talking about his birth certificate. He was born in Hawaii, all this other stuff. Everything was out there, you know, but he was trying to pull the nation together. He did help to get me... um, Afford, the, the affordable health, health through. He did get that through. All of this. But he hadn't. And then that second time, we should have been in the middle of that, those midterm elections, we sat down on him. And he lost it. So he didn't have the control of Congress like he had before. Because a lot of those people that voted to help him get that, that, uh, medical, that medical program through, they, weren't, they were fired. They were fired about this select group of people, white people, who pulled, pulled together. And then for oh, left yes, all he could do was write executive order. That's all he could do. And still, the big question well, is, what do? Why can't we stick together? No man hates his own flesh. Okay. No man hates his own flesh. It's there. The jealousy. Well, you see it even happening even with the Jews. You see what happened with Moses. He was trying to help his people out, and they told on him. He had to run for his life. <laughs> you know, it happened. Mm-hmm. He can't deliver it. They kept, they kept giving him a hard time. But no man hates his own. No person, excuse me. <laughs> That's the big problem. So I can see the volume of kids we have out there. <clears throat> I can see that, yeah. Why it's like that. Mm. Why it's like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's always it's something. We're going to always yeah. have something. You deal with people who don't. Yeah, we push. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. Because if we don't, we'll be um, 
somewhere in another. Stay vulnerable. Stay vulnerable. Stay vulnerable. Stay vulnerable. What'd you say? We stay vulnerable. We're very vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Very vulnerable. Yeah. Very vulnerable. All this figures, I can believe it. So 400,000. Yeah. Like I said before, I think that the, uh, Denzel Washington brought it out real well in that story of Anton Fisher, which was a true story. Now in foster care, they make you keep a history of every child. You have to keep a history of them. You know, medically speaking, you need your history just for, the, you know, and then the Black Panthers brought in the fact, it was, I can remember, that you, they made them start checking for sickle cell because two people sickle cell, they're going to produce a sick child. Oh, yes. They started making them test for sickle cell. They started cooking breakfast for these kids going to school and all of that stuff. But after a while, it became a, 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 a struggle, you know, uh, uh, who's going to be at the top and all this other stuff that happened. But they had a very good program, mm-hmm. very good program, mm-hmm. very, very good program. Yeah. They started applying the Constitution to their life and helping each other out. They did a very good job. Sickle cell is a big oh. thing. Yes, sickle it cell. is. I mean, yes, so it if is. you have a sickle cell person, you are going to, you will produce a, a, a child active with sickle cell. That's a very painful disease, you, you know. Very painful. He, they started that, giving breakfast in the morning, teaching them to be proud of themselves because you're black. They had a very good program. A lot of across the college, a lot of black kids, kids in college wanted to be a part of that program. Then it started to fall apart. And when they won hmm. that case, like they did, you know, using the using the law, using the law. I know, uh, is it Kathleen, um, what's the name? She's still alive. Um, the one that came back from Algiers, um, boy, I can't think of his name. And the, and the FBI arrested him. Now, the, um, because he said he was a Christian, he had this experience. Um, and they helped him. A lot of the uh, white evangelicals did help him. Billy Graham, all of them got together because he had to fight a big case, and they paid for it. But then they used him as an example of being a Christian. Um, excuse my thought. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, you see her on television a lot. Mm-hmm. Talking about the black the program, yeah. First name is yeah. Kathleen. Yeah. Yeah, let me so get my thoughts have... together. Let's, uh, let's do a commercial. Do you have okay. a commercial? Yeah. Of yeah. course. Get my thoughts together. Yeah. To do that. But I can still see the 40%. 19 are trying to get darker people to, to own up to their, their, their responsibility within our community. Yeah, well, it's always something. It is. Okay, let's have a break. Sofa Talk Podcast will consider Spurgeon's morning and evening devotionals, which deal with all of the things that we are fearful and anxious of, like job, family, and our country. Plus, we will take your prayer requests. Join us on upcoming episodes Monday through Friday for Sofa Talk 
at anchor.fm slash russell-sherrard. That's anchor.fm slash russell-sherrard. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. We'll be back to the Let's Talk About It. Is your food bland and you want to spice it up? Does it taste like something is missing? What's missing is my seasoning, which is bodacious seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter, President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. Thank you. We're back with Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Okay, and we're back. We're talking about the civil rights of children that shows that children with lighter skin are adopted more quickly out of foster care. How about you, that? Children with lighter skin were adopted more quickly out of foster care, while white children waited 23.5 months on average. Black children waited 39.4. Children with darker skin tend to wait longer to be adopted. According to a review of children in foster care in the U.S. in 2004, African-American children spent a mean of 39.4 months in foster care, far more than children of other races. So that tells everything. That tells everything. Because children with darker skin tend to wait longer to be adopted. And is that our is that our fault? That we're darker. I mean, a lot of kids don't care about their skin. But we can't, I mean, we can't help it because we have it like it is. It's supposed to be the healthiest skin when it's darker as far as the sun yeah, rays right. and, you know, vitamin D and things of that nature. That was what I had learned 
sometimes it's the healthier skin that you're able to survive, you know, a lot better because of the rays well, of the sun. Because, right. Put in the sun, you know, but if you're but lighter. What made this, yeah. But it's because a lot of people are getting the skin cancer. I don't think you hear that mm-hmm. much among black people. The doctor, you don't hear that right. much, you know. That's what right. my understanding is. If somebody has anything to correct, please call in, you know, because uh, um, uh, you know, we value your, your comments. But that's my understanding. Right. Another thing, um, Elders Cleaver was the one. His wife was Kathleen Cleaver. Elders Cleaver. He wrote yeah. that, was, it, was it Soul on Ice? Did he write Soul on Ice? Elders Cleaver. Not he was sure. a part of the Black Panther movement, yeah. They started breakfast for the kids, teaching them to say that I love, I love black people. I love this. We had the beautiful afros. I mean, it's beautiful, looking good. I mean, they could put together some afros, you know, during that time. And uh, you could have the hair just as, just as, you know, as bald, almost bald, and still look good, you know, to make yourself look nice and things like that. <laughs> Naturally, things of that nature. Look at Malcolm X. When um, he said he changed his name from Malcolm Little to Al- X because he didn't know his history, that was the name that he got from the you know from the slave uh, the slave owners. So he changed it to X. He tried to build up black yeah. people from the inside. One person they knew of who really cared about them, no matter what, and that was Malcolm. That's true. They, we didn't know that he cared about us, Malcolm X. Another, I thought it was interesting, Louis Armstrong, the, you know, they call him Satchmo, he was uh, helped, really helped by a Jewish couple who helped to raise him, who really was an inspiration in his life. He talks about it, a Jewish couple that made an impact on his life. And then who's the, wait a minute, who's the, um, help me with this, who is the boxer that likes to bite ears? What's his name? He always bit the ear. Who's that? <laughs> The one who bites the ears when he's boxing. Oh. He bit the man's ear. What's his name? Well, it wasn't the one right. that. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he talks about how um, it was a white couple that so inspired him. What is his name? What's his name? He's always in the paper. Well, anyway, the ear biter. <laughs> He talks about the. Uh, he said when his mother, he was with his, when he was with his actual black parents. Didn't one get yeah. uh, taken off and Jesus put it back on? How you mean? Who is I because, can't think of his name? Yeah, well. Y'all have to forgive me, was, but you know who the ear biter is. That's okay. He talks when he was with his black parents. They would fight. He knew they loved each other. They kept fighting and cussing up and cutting up and everything. And then I guess they put him in some type of care, but he was with a white couple. And he said he would die for that white couple because they, they didn't have the, the pressure that you see in the black community that made the husband and wife fight, and they're trying to make it, you know. There was the ease, and they, they were really a blessing to him in his own life. And he talks about it. He talks, Somebody call in and tell me what, that, what his name is. You know who he is. But he talks about how they were a real help to him. But see, the pressure that's in the black community on a family, you don't hardly ever see that as much in the white community. And they were able to help him and stabilize him. 
they were able to do all this. The pressures that's in the black man, on the black man, his ego, his pride, his this. You know, it's there. But he was talking about how his, 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 his black parents would fight, cuss, everything, but they still loved one another. But the pressures that's there within that black family community, he talks about it. We don't even do, uh, love ourselves. The, the biggest problem, the biggest problem. Yeah, we need no to person learn hates to his own flesh. Yeah. No person hates his own self. If you hate your own self, yeah. anything, it's hard to relate to any type of thing. That's, that's, you don't want to be bothered with anything that reminds you of yourself. This one woman was talking about, she said, if you, when you had the baby by a man, and he don't like you, he's not going to come back and try to take care of that baby either. And this is a big problem we have within our community. If he, 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 he didn't feel like he ain't going to come back and help you with that baby, no. See, they're going to go on to something I else, and something that. else, something else, something they're not going to do it. And they were saying, and I saw a brief, uh, 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 a brief uh, something on Facebook that talked about it. She said, he's not going to do that. This one woman, she was an African woman, she was saying that, she said, look, even if the black man, you know, wants to pick somebody else to marry or do this, he still should be a foundation for the black family. And so don't be talking about him and, and, and all of this other stuff. And, you know, you still be supported because when you do what you do in tearing down the community, you make them vulnerable to everything else out there. And you've gone and there's no protection for the black family that's there. Even if you go out and marry somebody else, stop tearing them down. You Go ahead. Especially for yours, you know, you have to help your child go through. Help children. Help help the black community. Even if you go out there with somebody else, you know, the worst, to me, the worst thing you can look at now is what we have on the Supreme Court. Oh Everything that was out God. there helped him to make it. But now you're tearing it down to somebody else, you know. But you know what really upsets me is the fact that there's no one that's over them. They do whatever That's true. They're trying to change they that. They're going to try, they're going to change that. I hope so. I hope so. He was doing a lot of things wrong, but what can you hold him accountable to? They should never... And they shouldn't uh, be on the judgeship forever. Yeah. Doing all the is wrong. No, no, uh, it is. Yeah, he was not like Who that. Was? No, he was something Thurgood Marshall was not like that. He wasn't. No, he was With all that good. other he stuff. Really all, all that undercurrent. All that undercurrent. Good. And what helped him make well, it to school, he denied it to everybody else, you know. He wrote against it. He wrote against it. So, um, but if you should be there as a foundation for the black community, you don't tell them that. If anyone else oh, has anything yeah. to say, please call it. I can't hear you. Well, I was just getting ready to say we're running out of time. And did you have something else that you wanted to say before we left? Please, yeah. 
And if you don't agree with it, please call in the way you see it. Okay. That, what you say, is that all of it? That's the majority of it. You know, medically, we need to know um, socially and medically. I'm talking about the Black Panthers. Foster care and adoption, you have to keep a record. No matter what it is, you have to keep a record. Pictures of it. Even now, I have books still on all my kids, and I show it to them. Sometimes I know for this last, my other son, uh, I put all his pictures in from the time I got him, and I sent it to him for his birthday when he graduated and all this stuff. And, you know, to build him up, to let him know that he's a person, that he has it. He, he had all the goals that he had. You could go forward. You know, he just said, well, Mama, hey, I got a job and it pays the bills. I said, no, you have more than that. You have a lot more to give, you know, and stuff like that. That's the way he looks at it, you know. But um, to build them up, to let them know they are people. I, when I talk to my cousin, she talks about how she was raised in the South, and she talks about her grandmother, who who was a, a, a maid. That they asked, she lost something. She don't really know who her mother is. Or she, they, she was born a twin, but she doesn't know where the twin is. She was raised by somebody that kept pushing them in the room and all this other stuff, you know, um, but she said she, that, that from her grandmother, know who your people is. I don't care how bad they are. Know who they are. Know your history. Know who you are. Know what happened. She never found out what happened to her, her twin. What happened, you know. Know who you are, and it's very important that you do that. Yes. Very true. important. And good, better, and different. Know who they are. They might be trying to rip you off, but know who they are so you know who they're trying to rip you off, you know. Know who your people are. Value your people. As they much as you can, value them. Well, we need to. We need to. And yeah. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, you Mr. Anyway. Yes. I really enjoy what you were saying because it no makes sense to me. Yes, and what I'd like to say is be careful how you treat people. The things you do to others have a funny way of coming back to you. So having said that, I'd like to say thank you for coming and have a good weekend. Thank Thank you. Good night. And please, uh, we we value your comments. Yes. Okay. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.